You're listening to the Nellie Parker Studio Podcast, episode number 16. In today's episode, we're talking about a very common problem that I see a lot of new artists encounter, and that is this race to find their style. In fact, I run a training series on this, which I will be hosting again in March, and it's been one of my most popular training series to date. So I know this is a biggie, and I can't wait to help you in today's episode. Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles, and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Well, hey there, artist, and welcome to the show. Whether you're new here or returning listener, I am so incredibly grateful for you. You're in the right place if you love art and you love art business and you're looking for some support and encouragement as well as some down-to-earth practical advice. That is my gig. First on up, I want to share with you this fab review that we've received from Leanne Denikoy at Leanne Denikoy Art, who wrote, I am just loving Natalie's podcast. The very first art course I ever did was with Nat, and I think I've taken in every course she has offered since. This podcast is full of the most useful, honest, and encouraging advice. You benefit from Natalie's teaching experience, Every step is broken down into chunks that are really doable. I look forward to each episode every Monday. Thanks for sharing your incredible experience and knowledge, Nat. And Leanne, thank you so much for a fabulous review. It has been a joy to watch you blossom in your art career over the last 18 months. So today's topic, I feel so deeply about this because... I've seen it put a lot of pressure on so many artists, especially new passionate artists, all right, and it almost sucks the joy out of them. Now that is the pressure that artists place on themselves to find their own style, like now, like we have to find our style, like somehow it's a race to arrive at the end point with a well-defined style, But where does this internal drive or external pressure come from? And what do you believe will happen if you find your style? What does that give you? So today we're going to look at why so many artists are racing to find their style. What happens when you do this? And we'll look at what you should be focusing on instead. So... Here's how it starts for most artists, all right? When you first discover your love for art, you're all in, okay? I like to call this the passionate artist. This is season number two of the six seasons that I have identified in the artist creative path. And I have a free guide available for this. If you want to go check it out and see where you are, I'll pop a link to that in the show notes below. Now, 
as a passionate artist, it feels like the art world is your oyster, right? You're a sponge, you're absorbing as much as you can about maybe all the colors, all the techniques, you're looking up lots of different artists, you're following so many people on Instagram, you're doing all the YouTubes and the Googles, going through all those uh, tutorials, and you're exploring a whole lot of different painting styles and subjects, all right? So you're consuming a lot, but you're also producing a lot in this season. Now, as you've, you know, it's like you've got this new passion going. So when you do that, your friends and your family, they may have caught wind of your newfound passion, all right? And they may be cheering you on or they may be dismissing it as another hobby, like almost like, oh, let's just do a new thing. We'll just see how long this lasts. Now, during this season, these are some things that you could be thinking or feeling. So you can kind of identify if you're in this season. You might be thinking things like, I love this. I wish I started painting or creating sooner. You might be, I have so many ideas. Where do I start? Or you might be saying to yourself, it looked so much easier in that video. Why isn't this working for me? You might be asking, is it just me? Or is it my art supplies causing the issue? Or you might be going, oh my gosh, I just can't wait to get home and paint. In this season, your motivation is super duper high, right? You're on a sharp learning curve. You're consuming, producing, consuming, producing. The curve's going up and up and up. All right, then what happens is you start to see that next mountain and the next mountain, the next challenge for you becomes what you like to call your art style and you're determined to figure that out because you feel like I'm learning, I love art, I'm really progressing, oh this could work really well, oh I could start to make some money from this, I could turn this into a business. I want to prove to my friends and my family that this is just not a hobby, so I need to find my style. Because if I have my style, in quote marks, you can't see me, if I've discovered my style, then everything's going to be okay. Then I can start to share my work. Then I can kind of look serious and people are going to realize, hey, maybe she's not just a hobby artist. Maybe she's actually got some skills. Maybe she has now the ability to produce a cohesive collection and she can go on to sell her work. So then we start to think, okay, I've just got to find my style. Now, where, where did that come from? Where did that goal, where did that idea drop into your mind that somehow you had to go from being this passionate artist, exploring, having fun, you know, loving it in your studio to, oh my gosh, I need to start, suddenly get serious and find my style because that's what real artists do. Where does it come from? First place it could come from, it could be your own personal internal drive. Now you may be an incredibly driven person and goal orientated and now that you've discovered your love for art, you're turning this into another goal or another thing to conquer. It may be that you have suppressed your passion for art for so long and now you feel like you have so much time to make up for. Now, this is a biggie. So many ladies that I teach have told me that they put their creativity on hold for so long. 
whether it was because they felt like they needed to go and again quite much get a real job like being an artist wasn't going to make money so they went for another career or they started a family and so they tried to push this creativity down and suppress it and now they're in a season where you know and God bless COVID and all the situations that happened there because that allowed people, so many artists from around the world, to suddenly ask themselves what they love and what they're passionate about. Never has there been a better time to be an artist. And I just saw this huge influx of so many women go, you know what? I actually really love art. I've got extra time. I can't leave my home. What do I actually want to do? And this this it's almost like I call it Pringles right it's like the the once you pop you can't stop okay so you've just like oh my gosh I'm just gonna go all in I'm gonna explore my creativity and you do and there's just so much passion coming in and you're just going and going and going and I've spoken to you about this before I know what this is like I tried to push my passion down for five or six years. You know, I I failed after art school for better word. I tried the studio thing. So I went hospo, worked as a PA. But that passion, that desire keep coming up. And once I let it come up, mate, it just felt like the, the floodgates had opened. So you may be in that situation now where it's just coming, coming, coming out. And you're like, oh my gosh, right, I'm all in. I've wasted so much time. I just want more and I need to make up for all this time that I have missed pushing this passion down. It might be that you feel like you need to find your style because you have this desire in you to prove to others that you are serious. So there's this external pressure coming on, all right, because you you found this passion, you may have shared it with your family, you may have not, but they may have picked up on it. Now, as a passionate artist, sometimes it's really hard, right? You can't help but share your passion with your friends and your family. Some are going to love it. Some are going to dismiss it. And they're going to call it a hobby, which can actually trigger you. And it can cause you to do two things. One, you pull back and go, oh, yeah, they're right. I'm just going to like cower and hide. Or it might be like, no, this isn't a hobby. I am serious about this. And so you push harder. And then you see the the next sort of natural step or the next rainbow or the next goal is to find this style. Because if you can produce this beautiful body of work that's all cohesive, you can prove to your friends and your family that you're a serious artist. So now... With these internal and external pressures, wherever you sit, now comes this race inside you to find your style. Why? So that you can prove you're a real artist. So that you can prove you can produce this consistent body. So you can be taken seriously and so that you feel like you are qualified or skilled enough to start to uh, to sell your work or to share it with confidence. Now, We've just recently closed the doors to the art business program, but this was a biggie. So many artists said to me, hey, look, that I want an art business, but I don't feel I'm ready. I don't feel I'm good enough. That's why I did that previous episode. Go listen to that. Or they said, hey, Nat, I just don't have my style right now. So what we did when we ran the art business program was we gave them access to the training where it helps them to identify their style. And I'll talk to you about that a little bit later. 
But what really saddened me was that they felt like they didn't have their style. Now, often we're so connected to our style, we can't see it. But they felt like it was this goal, this thing to achieve that gave them permission before they could even start to share their work or their love for creativity with others. So when we're on this quest, we're we're trying to race, we're trying to sprint to find our style, all right? We're sprinting, we're running, we're running, taking it like we're going 100 miles an hour rather than building our creative practice and our skills like a marathon, there are some consequences that can happen. The first one is frustration, okay? You're trying so hard to get your work up to your standards. Now, the thing about artists, the things about you, is that you have a great aesthetic eye for what looks good, okay? That's what makes you a creative. That's why when you're looking at your work and you're like, it's just not working, you can't quite figure it out at times because you don't know all those puzzle pieces together. So go look at episode 15, that'll help you out with that. And so what happens is you get this real, you get frustrated because you're like, I know it's not working, but I don't know how to solve this problem. Now, the reason this happens is because as a new artist, you haven't yet developed the skills to translate that amazing image you have in your mind, that picture of what you want your canvas, your picture to look like. You haven't yet developed those technical skills, those compositional elements, those puzzles, to know how to replicate that on your paper or your canvas. And it may even be you go to blend it like a certain area and it's not quite blending simply because you haven't experienced working with those paints or that blending technique before. And this can be incredibly frustrating. It can be like, how the heck am I going to find my style when I can't even figure out how to do this painting? It looks so easy on those YouTube tutorials or the artist made it look so good and now I'm just frustrated because it's not working. The second thing that can happen when you try to sprint to find this style that you're on a quest for is that you can become discouraged, okay? You get discouraged because you're not improving as fast as you would like. Your work isn't coming out, like I mentioned before, in those tutorials, okay? So you look at other artists, you might get a little bit jelly bean because, you know, look, they've found their style or you look at other tutors or courses and you're like, man, they make it look so easy. And then you start to ask yourself, look, I wonder if I'm ever going to be able to have my own style. And then you're like, okay, so maybe my family, maybe my friends are right. Maybe this is just a hobby. Maybe, you know, I shouldn't push any further. I shouldn't develop my skills. And you get discouraged. Then what happens? Then you start to lose your spark. Okay, and that is why I ran that 21 Sparks of Creativity course. You can go grab that if you feel this way right now. Now, losing your spark is what saddens me the most. Now, I have a real heart and a real passion, for better word, for passionate artists. I love them. Okay, we have so many passionate artists inside the Confident Brush. And honestly, their energy is so refreshing. They help old-time artists like me get inspired again 
And they remind me of why I fell in love with art. You know, they're learning all the things, they're discovering all these artists, they're bringing all this energy. And I'm like, oh man, that's just such a beautiful season to be in as a passionate artist. So don't ever feel like you need to get out of the season quickly, okay? I love this season. However, unfortunately, what can happen in this season is passionate artists, they they have this passion and then they feel like they need to race to find their style so that they can be focused on this end goal. So they go from having, you know, I'm a passionate artist, I'm learning all the things, I'm doing all the YouTubes, the Googles, man, I love going into my studio, I love going home, this is a great skill, I love it, all those things, like why didn't I do this sooner to, oh my gosh, I need to find my style, go, go, go. And then they start to lose their spark. Their studio time, which was once play and creativity, becomes goal-orientated. It becomes frustrating. It becomes discouraging. And their spark dims. And then the fourth thing that can happen is that you give up. You realize, look, it's going to take me a long time. And it can seem like such an uphill battle that you're going for this quest to find this style that you decide, you know what, look, it was cool at the start. I love being a passionate artist. I love exploring all those things, but it just feels too hard. So I'm going to pack up my art supplies. You know what? My family was right. My friends were right. It's just going to keep it as a passion. I'm not going to pursue it anymore. And you give up. Now. I don't want this for you. You have a passion for art for a reason. Like I mentioned with the Pringles, you know, once you let it out, it's just, it floods you, okay? And it's there for a reason. Now, a lot of the pressure that we place, place on ourselves or that we allow others to place on us to find our style is unwarranted and unnecessary, okay? Here's what I want you to do instead when it comes to focusing on finding your style. I want you to focus on running your own race. Don't be in a sprint to find your style. Take it as a marathon. Okay, now I know some people that don't want to hear that. They're like, yeah, that's cool now, but I just want to get there now. Building an art skill base Building a art business takes time. I will never get on here and tell you that it can happen overnight. You have to have the ability to persevere through those challenges. Those challenges that you hit, whether it be in your studio trying to figure out a technical skill or whether it be in your business trying to work out how to get more sales in or how to be resilient when someone you know says a horrible thing about your work. These are so important. These are going to build your character and give you that strength to build your creative practice and your art business to the level that you want it to go. So here's what I want you to focus on instead. Number one, I want you to relax. Now, my mother-in-law is amazing. She always says to me, hey, Nat, come in, relax. She has a beautiful home. She's always, you know, just welcomed us in. She has a, even a relaxed sign in her home. Now, it's a far different contrast to what I'm raised in in my family. My family is goal-orientated. They're like, you don't sit down. You know, if you're sitting down, you're idle. You should be working, working, go, 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 go. 
And so I love having that because it takes the pressure off. That has taught me how to enjoy the journey. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to enjoy the process, okay? Art is fun. Never, ever lose your passion for play in your studio. So just chill, all right? Just relax. Number two is I want you to pick something specific to focus on in your studio time. Because here's the thing, passionate artists, right? There's so much information, so many artists, so many styles, so many subject matters, so many techniques, and we're just pulling it all in. You know, we can be doing landscapes, one day florals, cityscapes, abstracts, botanicals, and I teach all of this purposefully inside the Confident Brush to expose my artists to different styles so that they can figure out what they need. Now, if you want to go from your passionate artist season, which is season number two, to be more of a trainee artist and find your style be on the way to that, you need to start to get a bit more specific. Because as a passionate artist, we spiral, right? We try something new and then we're like, oh yeah, that's cool. I'm going to move on to the next buzz. And we don't really discipline ourselves, better word, to start to figure a challenge out okay so I want you to pick maybe you pick a color palette that you want to master and work with that in a, throughout your work maybe you like you know what, I'm just going to focus on a particular subject matter and you get better at that that's going to help you build your skills faster and give you more confidence in what you're doing the third thing I want you to do according to your budget and I always advise people to start in their season but I want you to invest in some quality art supplies because honestly the better the supplies you have the better your artwork looks and the easier it is to manage them so if you are working with very low grade acrylics the pigment in those paints isn't as good so it might be that you need to do like two three even sometimes four layers of say like a titanium white to get it really white when if you go and invest in paints like golden or matisse you may only need two coats to get that strength of that color coming through it's going to allow you to blend it's going to really help improve the quality of your work especially when you're learning okay it's a challenge in itself to learn these techniques and sort of move your paint around when you have the new paints it's sort of more what we call buttery for better word it's so much easier and it's going to help you number four to help you move towards finding your style as a gentle progress not a race is to take a specific class or an online tutorial to improve one skill at a time. Okay, and like I mentioned here, pick something you want to focus on. But you are going to need, especially if you haven't had some training, you're going to need someone to help you. Okay, and if you need help with specific skills, come and join us in the Confident Brush. That is what they're, what that is for. The fifth thing I want you to do, and this is probably the most important, is I actually want you to learn what it actually means to find your style because I feel that as a new artist sometimes you may feel like you're gonna find this style and you're gonna stick to that style for the rest of your art career now you're a creative you love 
change. You love exploring. I don't want you to ever stop learning. I don't want you to ever stop growing. Once you're fully blossomed, what happens to a flower once it's fully blossomed? It starts to decay and die. Your art style, it's not an end goal. It's not something you suddenly get and you're like, I've got it. I'm just going to lock this in. Locked, loaded, let's go. Let's do the same thing for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, however many years in your career that you have left. The other thing that can also happen, and if you go through the Find Your Painting Style training with me, you'll discover this. When you're producing your work, you're so incredibly attached to it. So you feel like you don't have a style. But often what so many of my students have discovered is in fact there are some similarities going between the different pieces of work. Sometimes you just need an outsider, you need someone else with fresh eyes to look at your work to identify those commonalities in your work. So when I started with my style, I was painting these crooked crazy trees, I did self-portraits of myself, I've been through seasons where I've done very detailed lifelike bridal bouquets and now I'm doing abstract florals. But I can put all of these pieces up and see changes in my techniques, but I can see links in my work that still identifies me. So the colours that I still use are pretty consistent. The way I use contrast, some of my compositions are similar. So you need someone to help you really unpack what it means to find your style. Okay, because I don't want you to always feel like I need to, I need to get it. Because you know what happens? We then kind of move the goalposts like, ah, that's not my style. Oh, I'm not really happy with it. And we delay and we delay and we delay. And then we never share our work. We never build our art businesses because we don't feel like our style is good enough or that we've mastered it. So here's what I want to offer you. Next month in March, starting March the 14th, I believe, we are going to be running the five-part live training series, replays, of course, always are available, that are going to give you the five-step process that you can use to help give you clarity around your style now, as well as how to develop it. Now, I've loved running this training. I think we've run it two or three times. There are so many artists that have been through this. About 2,000 artists have been through this training. All right. They had so many aha moments. They learned principles. They got clarity. They also felt release. So they finally discovered what it meant to have an art style. And this allowed them the creative freedom to go back into their studios, to go back into that passionate artist season, to have that joy, to have that ease in their studio, to have that fun while they are improving their work. Now, if you'd love to join us in this training, I'll pop a link below. You can come along and register and join us for that training. Well, that is a wrap, lovely, for today's episode. If you've loved this, I would love if you could do me a favor and share it on IG and tag me in at Natalie Parker Studio. I love to connect over there and encourage you as you pursue your creative dream. 
I'll be back here next Monday with another fab episode to inspire, to encourage, and to equip you to build the art business of your dreams. I'll see you then.